This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons & Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Alan, Honor System, and Declan are storming the Citadel's concourse. Declan expertly sniped their ambushers to turn the tables. Honor System is using an executive as a human shield, and Alan killed three mercenaries and damaged Iron Chef Luna with a lightning attack. But will they survive the response from the remaining defenders? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. With the well-oiled shifting, I was going to say grinding of gears, but if they're well-oiled, they can't really grind. So, like the the, the well-oiled shifting uh, of gears, the the massive bulk of Iron Chef Luna uh, turns to face you. Um, this Iron Chef uh, has been upgraded uh, from the one you fought previously, where that was just a standard cafeteria model. This one is part of the executive suites. This is only the finest. Um, so to match the, the kind of like wrought iron filigree of, of Luna's cafe, cause Luna's a, a, a classy kite. Um, there's, uh, just kind of like, think almost like a Bioshock infinite's worth of like curling gold, um, sort of, uh, metal framework on this robot, kind of like a, a fence in France threw up on a robot. Um, and of course, uh, the, uh, the piece de resistance is the massive, metallic uh cat logo mask um that that kind of turns to face you the eyes are pointing in different directions got a very benign kind of smile um but of course behind that are the giant uh uh chopping arms um and as the uh the lightning from alan's attack kind of crackles and splinters off of it uh it uh it turns its attention away from breaching the door um and towards uh, the the mage who so cruelly surprised it. Um, we are battling it out uh, on the concourse of uh, Jeff Bezos's <laughs> Citadel. Uh, having successfully survived the tunnels uh, and made your way through the Uber Hyperloop, uh, as well as making some, you know, conductor friends along the way, um, you managed to sneak up through various baggage and uh, escalator situations uh, into the central concourse where the executives you've been pursuing uh, from the executive apartments um, are currently stuck, uh, having not been able to get through uh, the massive door that was dropped by their superiors. Um, Declan, uh, having engaged uh, a couple of the troopers, uh, you're currently uh, crouched in cover uh, behind a, a bunch of boxes. It will not surprise anyone to know that you you went for a hide. Um, but uh, behind some luggage, honor system, uh, you sprinted past him and are currently um, uh, holding um, one of the executives hostage in the moon unit, uh, which is a bar 
in the northwest corner uh, of the concourse, uh, having just accidentally crushed a man with a table. And Alan, you sprung forth from luggage, yeah, accidentally with air quotes, uh, you sprung forth uh, from luggage, uh, unleashing lightning upon the, the breach team at the door, killing uh, a bunch of uh, the mercenaries there uh, from the escrow, but um, unfortunately not dropping the giant robot. Uh, this brings us to um, the, the executives, um, to the mercenaries, and of course to Iron Chef Luna. Uh, and at the, the bottom of the round, I'd love to say top of the round, but uh, they all rolled like absolute garbage. Uh, <laughs> and by they, I mean me, but also kind of they. Um, so let's start with uh, the person who is armed and closest to Declan. So Declan, you saw the other gunner um, run uh, after, uh, or the other, sorry, the mercenary who was kind of, the, the guns were manned by executives. There was a mercenary on each one. Um, uh, just kind of like making sure they do their job in a vaguely commissary kind of way. Um, the one who was smart enough to um, not try and disable uh, her helmet, but instead just reboot it, is kind of um, running in a panic uh, towards the, the comms booth. Um, as uh, as she, she sprints in, um, she just kind of like throws herself full body uh, into the space. Um, and in slow motion, in the way that generally only like a, a Resident Evil movie can do, um, she just flips around and uh, and hurls a grenade uh, blindly back the way she came. So the good news is this isn't hurled directly at you. Um, you are in cover, um, but it is still a grenade, which isn't your favorite thing to deal with. Uh, so I'm just going to pull up the stats here because it's been a hot second. Um, okay, great. So I'm going to go ahead and roll with disadvantage on this this lob, uh, and we'll see where we where we get. Um, oh man, uh, well, the, if it wasn't disadvantage, it's a very good throw, but it is disadvantage. So instead it's a two. Um, so, uh, throws a grenade, um, sort of, uh, turns again, epically in slow motion, whips it. Um, it, uh, bounces off the ceiling and then just like skitters down the escalator, bouncing off the stairs before exploding halfway down, uh, bringing kind of chunks of ceiling down with it uh, and completely destroying that one escalator. And I got to tell you, I just saw an escalator taken apart on Twitter and those things look like an absolute nightmare to fix. So like someone somewhere is going to have a real shitty day tomorrow. Um, the good news is that's not you, Declan. It's not you today, at least not more so than it has been to this point. Uh, a lot of your friends died today, um, but you didn't get grenaded. So, you know, small blessings. So she disappears into the comms booth. Uh, which is again like you can think of these as as uh, those weird sort of kiosk like it's it's the the corner's been carved off. Um, they feel a little bit like those weird security centers you see in malls um, or in airports where it's just like you know glass windows and then like a little tiny office. Um, so she is in there, but her helmet is still rebooting, uh, and that takes a while. Um, so nuts to her. Uh, next up, we have uh, the the complainers. Uh, the complainers in Luna's uh, see see the lightning. They see some of the mercenaries blow up, um, and uh, they see honor system run and and start uh, hacking, uh, hacking and slashing and taking hostages. Um, and one of them just kind of gestures broadly, um, and she says, "You see, this is what I'm talking about. You know, if you get too rowdy, you start taking bets. Then when we get attacked, someone comes and breaks you in half. It's just not worth it." Uh, and the guy behind her uh, just nods, uh, you know, contemplating and says, you know, I believe you're, you're rather correct. It would seem that our, 
our general uh, frustrations with this have perhaps saved us. Perhaps they can understand the plight of the executive trapped on the wrong side of a door. And there's like mutters and, and yeses, you know, um, uh, an orcish woman kind of nods and, and says, here, here. And then they start grumbling um, about like the, the effectiveness of Alan's lightning. Because, uh, you know, invariably someone brings it up and it's just like, you know, if if it was me, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, if I threw lightning like that, like I, I would kill everything in this room. And then they all start arguing. Um, so that's how they spend their turn. They're literally, they're out of the line of fire. Um, they're pretty sure they're going to be fine, um, which is weird because they complain a lot, but not about this. They're doing good. Uh, meanwhile, in Moon Unit, though, things are not so good. There is an angry robot uh, who has taken a hostage uh, and killed one of them. So first things first, let's see if he can break your, your grip. This is going to be an opposed check uh, on a system against your, I think we're going to have strength probably. Yeah. Do you Thanks. want athletics or just straight strength? Uh, I think we're going to do a straight strength. Uh, uh, no, I'll take athletics. Sure. Okay. Sure. Why not? 21 athletics? Improbably. Uh, I got a 22. So um, I got a 23. Oh, well, Ryan got a 24 and he's on my team this time. So, well, Laura got a 25. Shit. Well, okay. (laughs) That's the game. Jeff Bezos (laughs) is defeated. Tragically, Laura's also on your team. So, unfortunately. Uh, Okay. Well, (laughs) nets out to Tommy. I guess we're just playing Genesis now. Um, (laughs) So, um, he, uh, as, as, you're, you, you know, you're pulling him up. Um, he just says, I told you, I don't owe you shit. Um, and he uh, cranks uh, his his wrist back and uh, just a, a little, like, not not really a Derringer, but like a, a sort of a Derringer-sized uh, taser pops into his hand and just jams it back um, into your face uh, a little bit like he's playing Back for Blood. Uh, it doesn't really fuck with you too much. It's just um, kind of like if someone presses against a screen. It's just like a flash of of, of kind of uncomfortable uh, energy, um, but it's enough to give him the room to kind of wiggle out. Um, and as uh, as he stumbles to the ground, uh, he just says, "Half my winnings to the one who kills this son of a bitch." Uh, and then he leaps forward under a table as uh, his friends open fire. Uh, so um, honor system, uh, you're exposed. Uh, there's a bunch of them. Uh, there's there's one of you. What is your AC right now? Nineteen. All right. Let's see. Let's see what happens. As and this is very much like a again like a, a riverboat poker game gone wrong, where everyone's just pulling guns out of kind of various parts of their suits, like digging them out of their their shoe, uh, all that sort of dumb nonsense. Okay. Just rolling my myriad of dice here. Cool. Um, okay, so um, five execs open fire on you uh, in this small space, uh, and uh, the, the room is just lit up by uh, small arms fire. Um, some of them still have laser weapons, um, but they're old. Um, they're likely heirloom <laughs> laser weapons, but obviously with the, the the quantum energy becoming rarer and rarer, it's not a, a thing a lot of people have. Uh, so five, um, just like, again, it's important to imagine these aren't like single shots, just like a, a myriad of, of blasts come at you. Uh, all of them but one miss, uh, and the one that hits you will do three points of damage as you are you're blasted by um, an old laser gun. There we go. Not a good laser gun, but it is a laser gun. 
uh, as as these folks just like lay into you. Like they are full on like this is, you know, um, mobsters in a movie where they can't hit the hero. Like usually it's a comedy movie where everyone's like firing their pistols and not hitting it. It's that. It's just like cascade of weapon fire, but not not anything too too concerning just yet. Aside from, of course, th- that mighty three points of damage. Uh, and that finally brings us to uh, Iron Chef Luna. Um, so I'm going to roll to see if she notices. Oh, nat 20. Yeah, she notices the robot uh, nearby. Uh, so she can pick between you. Uh, she is going to go after Honor System. Um, so um, uh, you just hear her like, morale, morale. Time for kitty eats. Uh, and the Iron Chef just starts like stomping uh, over uh, towards you on a system. Um, so it, it pulls up um, uh, behind you. It doesn't have advantage because you're not in locked in close combat with any of these clowns. Uh, it's going to take two big meat cleaver swings. Uh, one will hit. The other one misses by a rather large margin. Uh, and that is going to be um, seven points of damage. Ooh, Okay. All right. Still standing. So are, are all of our listeners aware by now that Tyler has a cat named Luna and this is how the cat thing stuff has come up? <laughs> uh, look, he named a I, restaurant Luna. I figured out there's a robot who looks yeah. may or may not look like an actual cat. I said Luna as a moon reference. Right. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I also have a cat named that. <laughs> the picture of robot cat that Paris threw up fences on and that's what you're fighting. thank you look all of my ideas and characters are entirely new and unique like jacinda bezos i wasn't calling you out Tom. i just wanted to make sure i'm like we all know this yeah. listen if there's one thing that yeah no um yeah, uh, check out Tyler's Twitch stream if you want to see the adorable uh, <laughs> emoji that I'm referencing specifically on this robot, because the idea of that carved is very funny to me. Regardless, <laughs> even if you don't know this cat, you don't need to. What you do need to know yes. is that it's fucking terrifying and it's going to murder Honor System, which it is sure has is. some complicated feelings at the Hewitt household. Top of the round, <laughs> Honor System. You're, you're fighting your player's robot cat, um, as well as a bunch of really angry... Uh, betting executives um, who who want vengeance upon you. What do you do? This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful. And it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Danksicles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dum Dums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. Ah, so it's power you seek, is it? Well, I, Xanthus of Dum Dums and Dice, am more than happy to provide you with a little bit of that, and it won't cost you anything, unlike that accursed Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. I mean, over there, sure, you can give a dollar to join a Patreon-only Discord and talk to other fans of the shows. You can get ad-free feeds. You can even create names or even an NPC that shows up in the shows. You can even get your name in the closing credits, and all it will cost you is a bit of your, um mortal money. Of course, you could instead make a deal with me, and I could give you power the likes of which you could never even dream of. And of course, the cost is somewhat higher than a few of your mortal dollars, but after all, who doesn't enjoy a good deal? Well, if you do decide that you would rather spend human money than engage in the dark arts with me, you can of course go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, or we could make a deal. If I try to leave, that thing takes more swings on me. Um, you can use your action to disengage. I thought that was action and movement combined. Is it? Oh, you know what? You're right. And I don't know if it exists in carbon. <laughs> um, so. 
I'm sure we, we can just port that rule over. So if you do want to disengage, that's fine. But you're right. You will still be standing there. Oh, then, yeah, that's pointless then. Um, let's say, I'm just looking at my tools. Uh, my entire list of tools is sword. So let's attack with that. Let's use that then. Um, let's do... Uh, Tyler, before you do that, I have yeah. gone to the rules. Uh, disengage is just an action, uh, and it means your movement hey. doesn't provoke opportunity attacks for the rest of the turn. So, if you want slicing dice, I'm never going to stop you from slicing dicing. But if you want to get the fuck out of dodge, you can dodge the fuck out of do dodge. Get, you can dodge the fuck <laughs> into moving. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stay for one round of combat and see oh, how we do. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna empty the tank though. Um, I am going to attack seven times because I'm gonna use second wind. <laughs> Can't, it's too much. I'm gonna use uh, not second. I'm gonna use action surge. I need to write down that I've used that. I'm so used uh, to that being like, I'm going to do one very strong attack, not yeah. I'm going to do seven very strong attacks. We'll see attacks. if they even hit. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Honor System activates Oni mode, but on his like compromised face plate, um, mm -hmm. it's hard to tell what it is at this point. Mm -hmm. It's all distorted and, and flickery. Uh, and, and even the, the little computerized voice that says it is like, <laughs> so Luna's like, what? And then I start swinging. <laughs> uh, seven rolls. Here we go. Uh, and it's plus 10. Okay, so this is 29. 13. 12. 14. Uh, 22. That's five that I rolled? Yep. yep. 16. And 25. All right, uh, the 12 will not hit. Uh, the rest will go through. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. Okay. Uh, 2d8 plus 7, six times. <laughs> uh, 5 and 6 is 11 plus 7 for 18. Okay. Yep. Uh, 5 and 7 is 12. Uh, nice plus seven. 30. 37. Hey, why don't we get the end number from him before we jump sorry. to the last yeah, Sorry. 12 plus seven. Uh, 19. 19. Yeah. Okay. 37. You were right, Laura. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I. <laughs> you were too far ahead. I was like, what does that mean? What is, what is 37? <laughs> I've got a calculator. 12 plus seven is 37? <laughs> okay. I like that. Uh, nine plus seven, uh, 16, uh, three plus seven, 10, uh, five plus seven, 12, uh, five and eight is 13 plus seven, 20. And I think this is the last one, six and two, uh, eight plus seven, 15. Good. Fucking God. The 110. 110. Oh, Holy Jesus. shit. 
I'd also like to give myself a pat on the back because I accurately did that math as we went. Hey! Oh, wow. Good job, dude. That's math. a serious wrap on me, everybody. I've been Tom McGee. Uh, get Each at me, math Twitter. Let's talk. Um, yeah, that's nice. What a that's nice day. We're all wrong. It's I'm still <laughs> alive, though, so not quite such a nice ah, day. Um, but uh, you you put some, some heavy, heavy damage on this thing. What? Um, still as, up? As you're going, um, you're carving, uh, you know, French beautiful filigree off of it. Uh, it's getting less and less fancy and more and more uh, deadly looking, starting to get a bit of a Five Nights at Freddy's vibe of just like weird robot parts being exposed. Right. Um, the uh, uh, the Luna mask is um, is just like incredibly heavy metal. Um, so you're, you're like carving slashes into it, um, but it's mostly still intact. It's just now, uh, you know, battle scarred. Uh, now, now it looks like a, you know, like a badass warrior cat. Um, still adorable, but like also like will fuck you up. Okay. Um, you slice off some some of the, the side arms um, and, and bits, um, and uh, yeah, it is it is a it is a proper beatdown. Like you really go to town on on this thing. Um, so it is it is looking rough, but it is still up and still spoopy. Okay. Anything else you want to do on your turn? No, that is like that is all. All the effort went into attacks. The bonus action that I get as an attack when using a sword, all of that was spent. Kicking this thing's ass. Yeah, doing my yep. best. Understood. Okay, um, Declan, uh, you've just uh, survived an incredibly ill-timed grenade attack. Uh, you've seen a mercenary disappear into the comm station, and uh, you see Honor System fighting an Iron Chef. What do you yeah, do? I was going to say, he's heard only mode. The half activated in the weird muffled sense. So he knows exactly where his focus is, which is just like up with sniper rifle, shoot big robot. Right. Uh, does he have advantage? Is the robots fighting someone yes. looking away? Nice. All righty. Let's see what happens. I feel like if honor system goes Oni mode on you. Yeah. Things get advantage against you. You're just <laughs> trying to survive like a whirlwind of, of kinetic blades. Excuse me. That is a 25 to hit. Yep. That'll hit. Great. We are doing that is 46 ballistics damage Ooh. because sneak attack. Fuck yeah. God Fuck damn. yeah. Sneaky. Um, Ryan, uh, how does uh, Chef uh, Iron Chef Luna go down? Yes. Oh, thank you both for the huge damage you both did. <laughs> uh, Tyler, for the record, uh, it had 135 HP. So you brought it like right the fuck down. God God damn. So Declan just looks at it and says, I bet you don't have a fucking rat. Uh, And he's going to shoot it right in the head where he stabbed the other one because he knows that's where the optical array is. Uh, But damage has already been done. So it's just a round straight through the top. And then just sparks like a little sparkler, a little mini firework just coming out the top of the robot. And then Luna just falls in a clank uh, and hits the ground. Turns out the robot was out of lives um Ooh. so it it, uh, it slumps and collapses um and uh very impressive um is there anything you, uh, you want to hide again uh i don't know if there's a whole lot of value in that uh where is he i think he would start moving towards system because okay. he knows honor system is fucked up and he can present a secondary target who's clearly very dangerous as well. So it's just a lot of like, 
Ah! <laughs> and running towards system. Doing the, the Han Solo yeah. scream and run. Mm. Correct. <laughs> One of my favorite tactics in anything I've ever seen. Um, great. Um, okay. Um, Alan, uh, the the Iron Chef goes down, um, mm-hmm. sp- sparking and, and uh, being, being generally fucked up and fried. Um, you are, you sprung out of luggage uh, dramatically. What do yep. you do? Um, uh, the complainers, um, mm-hmm. over at Luna's, are they sit, like around tables or are they just kind of standing in front? They or? were, they were sitting around tables kind of impatiently. So where the, the moon unit folks were getting wasted and placing bets and ha- generally mm-hmm. having a good time. The complainers, like they got places to be. So they're doing that. Like, uh, airplane has been delayed edge of your seat as though that will, as though your forward action will somehow um, speed up the world uh, kind of thing. That said, after the the ruckus started, they all kind of got up and just moved back inside the cafe. So they're, okay. they're kind of like grouped up um, uh, back there. I mean, despite their kind of arrogant talk, like they're aware that bad things are happening. Um, you know, they don't expect you to carry mm-hmm. their luggage or anything, but yeah. they've, they've just kind of removed themselves. From I can, the I can see them though. Um, from where you are, you can see a couple of them. Yeah. Okay. Then the couple of them that I see, I would like to misty step, uh, just like right between maybe mm-hmm. if there's some, if I can get two people in arm's reach, I you can't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In vampire. Okay. I don't know why, reach. whatever you can. And oh, then just oh. like, literally, I would like to just appear and just grab, just like, just grab onto their arms or like pat them on the back. Just like a little. That is... Yeah, I'm here too, complaining, um, and I, uh, good God, I would really like to <laughs> take some of their life force from them. Right. So as you do that, one of them turns to you and is like, hey, wash the suit, um, at which point you begin to uh, to drain. So go ahead and roll your attack. All right. That is some truly Dracula <laughs> shit, becoming so... a vapor and appearing between <laughs> your victims. Look, she she learned some stuff from from the Curse of Strads. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's really <laughs> fine. Um, uh, so the person on my left, uh, it's a nat twenty. Okay, hit. you'll hit. And the person on my right is a fourteen to hit. That will also hit. Hell yeah! Okay, so I'm doing double damage for friend to my left. All right. Oh, rolled like shit though. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Five. Uh, oh, but better on that one. Five, 15, 20. So that's 22 damage to Buddy on my left. Mm-hmm. And I get 11 back. Thank you, me. Uh, you only get 10. Wait, you get half. Sorry, you get half yeah. of the damage you yeah. deal? Yeah. Um, it was 22. Mm hmm. What happens if you deal more damage than there is HP, though? I don't think you can overgain past the HP they had. <laughs> you can't gain life you couldn't drain. Yeah. So unfortunately, Look, Laura... You regain hit points equal to half the amount of necrotic damage dealt. That, that's like saying you drink there half of go. the juice box, but that's the box great. is empty. So you deal 10 damage, and then he dies, and you gain 5 health. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Yep. That's don't what's... worry. I'm sure the other person is heartier. How much damage do you do to them? Uh, 13. Fuck off, Tom. Cool. <laughs> I do five from five that person, too. 
hot damn. I'm going like, to kill some more execs because <laughs> I'm still hurting. Yeah, yeah, they just shrivel up inside their suits. I, it's like the classic, like someone gets shrunk in a movie thing. <laughs> oh so Alan Misty stuff, being like so confident in herself, right? With this. Um, I mean, no one's going to shoot at the these exacts like she's she feels pretty safe um and then it's like as they like shrivel away she's like no 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 ah uh, and um meanwhile and everyone runs. else is really good she'll, and then she'll no nah, she'll just run towards the the, the complainers she, yeah they're all panicking in. at this point like one of them is like oh come on you guys couldn't last long enough to get us a proper escape route um, but, uh, unfortunately if there was an escape route, all of these clowns would have taken it a long yeah. time ago. So as Declan runs screaming through the room, you run like, ah, it's just like full like vampire, like trying to like reach and like grab <laughs> yep. people. And the, I imagine they're just trying to like, well, it's not their turns. So they're doing nothing so far, but yeah, that's what they will be doing <laughs> in six seconds. Um, great. Uh, okay. So that brings us to the mercenaries. Oh, so, yeah, the one that disappeared um, does a thing, but none of you can see what she's up to, so that's fine. <laughs> um, the complainers. Uh oh, you've got a fucking <laughs> dust vampire is here. <laughs> um, so they start panicking, and it's just like a proper small room panic, like. Yeah. You know, they're falling over each other, knocking shit over, uh, flipping tables ineffectually. Um, uh, two of them are going to shoot at you with uh, their weapons. What's your AC? Uh, my AC is 15. E. All right, so that's two hits. Uh, one is a crit. Shut up. Um, so <laughs> you will take uh, uh, like eight points damage. of damage from the crit. <laughs> Fuck. And from the other man. hit, you will take two points of damage. I'm right back where I started. There's a lot of them, Laura. I don't think you need to worry. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they start like throwing tables and stuff in front of you. Um, Laura, I'm going to make you roll on your turn to see how close you can get to them. Because it's not like they have anywhere to go, but they are Bloody, making it fully yeah. inconvenient for you. Um, take, take your shoes and socks off and get four of them. Just like starfish. Out <laughs> ah! them. If there is a time that I miss my free benign transposition, it is <laughs> fucking right now. I'm, I'm also imagining a lot of this like a what we do in the shadows kind of situation <laughs> where it's just like people like knocking over tables with food and drink on them in front of you. All of them are like those the, like heavy metal cafe tables. Um, so there's just like, you know, cutlery clanking croissants going everywhere. Like it's just a dumb. When Alan turns into a bat to try to get faster, it's going to go full vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next yeah. I'm going to ask about the lighting situation in this cafe. I mean, look, if we get to a point where you're rolling messy successes or bestial failures, you know, we've gone too far down this road. Um, all right. So um, that brings us to uh, the, the Betton folks, uh, the gamblers. Uh, you know, as the, the song goes, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away and know when to run. But these folks do not know that song. So they are just oh, wow. going to try and shoot the hell out of honor system. Uh, they really want that money. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. So one, one hits. Uh, that'll be uh, one point of damage. All right. 
Um, meanwhile, a big text who's crawled under uh, one of the tables is like rapidly putting together like a shotgun, um, but he's clearly smuggled it in in like, you know, like uh, snipers in the Cold War where they're just like, oh, yeah, don't worry. It's just six unrelated items. So he's like rapidly trying to put together a, a fancy gun, uh, but it's it's taken him uh, around. Uh, he will be ready to fire next round. Um, that brings us to um, uh, Iron Chef Luna. R.I.P. Uh, and the top of the round. Uh, Jesus, system. Tom, that scared me. This scenario unfolding under this table that you've described is that something that I see, or is that just yeah, for yeah, us yeah? To yeah. Kind it, it's of have? like the the cafe is or the the bar is is kind of small. Like I've got a really specific mental image that really only applies to like a fraction of of Toronto. There used to be. A restaurant, like a, a kind of like a diner type restaurant, in the basement of the bus terminal in Toronto. And it was the shit. It's called Cramden's. It was the shadiest, fucking weirdest little thing. And that's kind of what I'm imagining. So, like, it, it, wherever in your life you've seen like a diner that's also a really not fun divey bar, but like a like a ooh kind of divey bar jammed into a windowless corner mm. of some awful building. That's what mm. you're kind of looking at. So it's small enough that. You know, you've got a good line of sight on everyone, and he's under a table, but the table's not that far. Um, so yeah, you've got a very good understanding of what's going on in here. And honestly, Declan, you'll have that same kind of understanding when when you arrive in a moment. Okay. Um <clears throat> well, I can't simply I I can't allow this to happen. He's assembling a shotgun under a table, like right in front of me, right? <laughs> so I'm going to um uh I'm gonna get on the table and stab through it and try and like get him like a whack-a-mole just with the sword poking through the table. Uh <laughs> we've been playing this game too long because the minute you're like, I'm like, I can't let that happen. I was like, oh, I bet he's gonna stab down through the table. <laughs> uh cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, go ahead uh and and roll your your attack. Um Okay, this is going to be the attack is three three attacks. The attack action, sure, yeah, that, that tracks. Yeah, uh, twenty seven, sure, twenty five, all right, and twelve, and twelve doesn't hit. Ah, uh, twelve doesn't. Oh, right, that was for Iron Luna. You're sorry. not. You're no longer fighting a giant robot. You're fighting right. a man in a very nice suit with a large hat. Okay, right. <laughs> the hat only gives him plus one. So. Technically, at this point, you're just fighting a table. <laughs> <laughs> it does have better AC. <laughs> Uh, nine plus seven, 16. Do we need to keep going? <laughs> Would you like to? <laughs> he's, uh, he's definitely done, but if you want to see okay. how, how badly done he is, so you no, can complain no. about no, Tyler, not getting it, it back as off. <laughs> no, Tyler, display his weakness to the others. <laughs> his, yeah, uh, I put the sword through once and it comes up red and I just, yeah, two more times. Just <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tyler, I gotta ask, um, did you read the the Snake Eyes comic that used that as a major plot point? Because that was exactly where my head went when you described this action, and if not, 
No, I didn't read Snake uh, Eyes. Okay, great. Well, it was that. It was like literally someone was like, I think someone's down there, stabbed through, <laughs> went through Snake Eyes' hand, and he's like, I'm cool. I'm not going to do anything about it. But the guy just pulled a sword out, looked at it, and was like, he's downstairs. And they were like, what? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what happens nice. to you. But, you know, you're not one to leave things unfinished. Plus, you got a little little bit of the Declan charm in you now. So, right, you know. Yeah. Um, so just a, a couple more stabs, um, and uh, the, the gambler uh, dies on your blade. Uh, his heirloom shotgun uh, kind of falling half-finished um, and clattering apart, uh, hitting the ground and breaking apart. Um, is there anything else you want to do on your round? Yeah, I'd like to run to the bar and hop over it if I've got the movement for it. Sure do. Yep, again, yeah. small, small cramped space. Um, and none of them were behind the bar. They all got their drinks and came back around because yeah. heaven forfend, they do the work of the working man. Right. Um, Perfect. So you, I'm yep. looking to take cover behind Perfect. the bar. Yep, dodging behind the bar. Perfect. Uh, Declan, you're up next. You are sprinting, screaming through the, the concourse past the statue of Jacinda Bezos. What do you do? Declan would like to look back over his shoulder, realizing he may have not thought of something. Uh, how portable do these machine guns look? <laughs> if one were to say, want to pick it up and reposition it somewhere else in the room. Um, so the one that you're dealing with is is trashed uh, from from the the situation there. Um, these are these are classic video game tripod machine guns. Uh, so if you wanted to drag it around, you could. Um, they aren't like you know collapsible or anything. They're on heavy tripods. Um, if you need like a quick Star Wars visual, it's like the E Web repeater. So like a big kind of heavy thing. Um, but uh, yeah, if you wanted to, I don't know, turn it around or drag it somewhere, you could probably do that. Great. Declan, while he's going, yeah, he goes, ah, I should have been fucking clever. Uh, and he's just going to turn around and go, ah, and run over <laughs> to the, the tripod gun uh, and yank it with him. And then he will use his bonus action to dash so he can grab that gun and just like, ah, drag it over to the the statue and just pin his back against it. And then seeing honor system duck into cover, he'd just like to open up with this like <laughs> tripod gun into moon unit. Just honor systems yes. and cover, fucking mulch them all. <laughs> um, okay. And he's got the statue to his back to the comms. <laughs> it's all cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, Ryan, we're gonna call this five attacks. Right. Um, because they're it's a, a tripod machine gun, um, and there are five five uh, executives inside. Uh, I am going to give you disadvantage because you're you're just like spraying uh, machine gun fire in. Um, but pro tip, don't <laughs> think that's going to matter too fucking much in this particular instance. But let's see let's see what happens. Let's find out. Okay. Shot one comes in at a 16. Yep. Number two is a 18. Yep. Number three is a dirty 20. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Number four is God. an 18. Mm-hmm. Number five is fuck me. There we go. We get the nat one. We, I knew we were going to get one eventually. It's literally a nat 20 and a nat one. So just the oh, wash. Damn. Just a real, a real like rain on your wedding day kind of situation. 
Um, Morissette, okay. as they call it. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. That's <laughs> yes, the mathematical term. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Ryan, describe what happens to most of the people in that room. <laughs> uh, this is just the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan, only nobody's getting off the boat. So just from the left oh, side of the room, God. it's just firing. Every 15th round is Tracer, and it's just <laughs> shredding, shredding, <laughs> shredding, shredding. Click, 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 click. <laughs> he just that last 20% of a room out yeah. of ammo. It's just like a, a, just a wall of destruction, and it's yeah. just like one remaining gambler with like a cigarette clutched between her lips it's just the bolts like and then they you know gun spins down um and she she was facing to the side and it's shot half the cigarette (laughs) off (laughs) yep she just takes half a drag um uh and looks down and and sees the 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 remaining part of the logo that reads lucky strike she says oh indeed you are my small friend um good thing there's not a murder robot in there with her she'd be truly screwed uh alan (laughs) Let's see how you do in Luna's <laughs> Cafe. Um, so one of the complainers is mentioning how with the chef dead, the service will be absolutely terrible in here. And honestly, you couldn't agree more. Things are slow going and kind of awful. Uh, so what I'd like from you is um, I believe we'll go with an uh, either an acrobatics or an athletics as you try and just blitz scramble. Like you're just playing fucking tag with all the like mm-hmm. uh, freeze tag. Yeah. Freeze tag situation. Yeah. Uh, except when you touch them, they don't have to stand still. They get drained of their very <laughs> essence. So you can feed, you know, just like the children's game. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm dodging tables and chairs and, and such. Mm-hmm. So I think acrobatics makes sense. Sure. Yep. Uh, all right. That is a not great 11. Uh, yep. Okay. So Wait. I'll say um, with an 11, you'll take disadvantage on one of your two attacks. Yeah, that's fine. Because they're just out of reach. You know, they're just getting yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit, though. Not very yeah. much, but like enough. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's do, let's do the first one. Oh, God. Hot damn. Uh, it's a 10. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do? Yeah. They're just wearing clothes. Like. So it's like, yeah, I, f- I feel like that one is like Alan reaches out with her right hand and like grabs a sleeve, but then does that thing where she holds onto the sleeve to just like pull a person forward oh, and like yeah. redouble, redouble the grip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second one is a uh, 17 to hit. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Come on, you fuck. Give me some. <laughs> That one you grab by the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Full face wrap on the other one. Okay, so the first one, uh, that will be uh, 12 plus 2, 14, which I assume is 10. Yeah, which means you get Fuck five. Fuck me. Fuck me. All right. And then the second one, uh, <laughs> I mean, that'll, that'll do it again. But it's, oh, no, that's 11. So that is, again... Five, five. Um, but that that and will be like you for I'm 10 really. This will be the definition of a pyrrhic victory. <laughs> Just like yeah. slowly losing yeah. to win. But I'm like I'm so annoyed at how like weak they are. Like at the 
I think it's it's like um, the fact that these people have wrought so much damage on like other beings and like take advantage of other people and like other mages for so long. Um, and the fact that they're just like so weak and like can't withstand fucking anything without their stupid precious like corporation protecting them. I'm just like, I, I'm just like grabbing the face and just like pushing them down to the ground while like also... Uh, sucking the life out of them. Got like God full, damn. Just a little uh, flavor there. Cause yeah, you've got fuck, like full Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat, just like grabbing souls, yeah. pushing yeah. bodies. Like, yeah. um, infuriating amazing. for Alan. Great. So there's only one person left in the room as you're literally just like murder pressing your way through. <laughs> We're the heroes. Um, all right. Um, bringing us. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think that's a phrase none of us have ever said as these characters. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Declan proudly yeah. self-identifies as a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, yeah. Um, all right. So um, taking one uh, one attack um, with the the final person trembling, just doing that like classic like it, we're we're doing the inverse of a normal horror film where it's like the local sheriff is standing down the monster, you know, in the wide stance, holding the gun between both hands. Um, mm-hmm. uh, except in this case, it's uh, a complainer just saying, like, oh, the, the, the waiting on this gun is not very good for this. Um, as, uh, as he sights you up, um, to, to take his, his shot, uh, that is a crit fail. Um, ha! so, uh, <laughs> not Alan, like this, I'm going to say, not like this gun in own mouth. <laughs> Fuck. That's very good. Uh, let's do that. Yeah. Great. Um, right, right, sung it. no, no health, no health for, for Laura. Um, yeah. so, uh, he, he points it up, um, and, uh, blows his brains out. Um, uh, oh, just like all oh, across Alan's the daily so special mad. board. Um, Alan's so mad. And uh, <laughs> his, his body slumps, Alan, as just as you reach, reach it, like stare down, uh, all morbed out, you know, uh, as, as one does. <laughs> um, great. Meanwhile, um, over in the moon unit, um, there's uh, the person with uh, the, the cigarette. And, you know, she's, uh, she's ready to, to fold, I think, in, in this instance. Um, so just kind of like stepping over all the mulched bodies, taking a drink on the way by, um, she just like takes off running into the, uh, into the, the main concourse, uh, and it's going to book it, uh, towards the, the escalators. Um, so she's just running, running, like drinking smoke in hand, um, trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, and, uh, from the, uh, the comm station, uh, suddenly you hear a claxton begin, um, red lights begin to, to sort of spin yeah. as, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the ever present voice of definitely not Alexa for legal reasons, um, starts saying like, hello, I see you're searching for intruders found in concourse. Could you perhaps try dispatching all available drones? Um, and you realize that the, uh, the last remaining mercenary has, has pressed a big old panic button. Uh, so soon there will be reinforcements upon you. Um, which brings us to the top of the round honor system. Uh, one exec is getting away. Alarms have started. The room has been shot to shit. Um, you know, as, as husbands do, uh, what do you do? Can I make it across from moon unit into the comms? 
in one movement or is that too far? That'll be two movements. Yeah. So I'll run out as far as I can. Uh, but then I will use my wrist mounted uh, SMG to shoot that executive that's trying to run. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, go ahead an and roll executive. with advantage. She's, she's <laughs> running a straight line. She uh, shit her bed. She's got to sleep in it. <laughs> she's doing the uh, she's doing the Jurassic World thing where she's just like running on heels. Um, yeah. With advantage, you say? Yep. Okay. She's she's so, not trying to get out of the way of this. It's a uh, it's a twenty eight to hit. Yeah, that'll do. And this with the, with the SMG, it's four d four plus five. She's so that uh, plus five that's really gonna sort of six seven plus five twelve. Um, so it's just like, um, you know, any of the classic, someone stealing, like there's a great shot in Ocean's Eleven like this, um, but anyone, you know, trying to like steal from a casino, getting shot in the back, where just like the bullets hit her, you know, the cigarette flies up into the air, uh, the, the martini, um, splashes out, uh, and, um, just still sprinting forward a few steps before collapsing, uh, face first onto the escalator wreckage, which, uh, which her body kind of disappears into, um, Honor System holds the smoking barrel of his SMG to his faceplate and a blowing sound is made. No, like smoke is blown or anything like that, but it's just a a thing he felt he should do for some reason. I'll say, uh, bust. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yverne, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and and Dragons 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, Steve Weeze, D&D and Things, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
Oh, hey, friends, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. You don't know me, but I'm going to introduce you to Dungeons & Dragons, where I play D&D with my friends, and, th- and they're going to become your friends because you're going to love us so much. I mean, maybe, maybe you won't love us, but we'll love you. Let me give you a taste of the show in 42 seconds. Let's go. You must have a, f- and a flask. Anything. He's got a satchel. That's the most disappointed <laughs> way I've ever heard anyone say the word satchel. Cost. How much is a donkey cost? Russ, how much is a donkey cost? Is the a question donkey everyone cost? wants to know. <laughs> For one hour. Concentration, so if you do another concentration spell. It's abjuration, you doink. It's concentration. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like exactly the sort of person you should probably tell your friends about. The kind that are there and say, like, weird, mysterious things and then just disappear? Yeah, that's why I'm telling oh, you. Okay. Also, he had three eyes. Oh! We're having this rager. I mean, Lich Astley and the Magic Magic Missiles is going to be playing later tonight. <laughs> is he ever going to give you up? <laughs> never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Orcus is going to rule all and he won't desert you. What else do I need to tell you? We're Dungeons and Dragons. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts or at dumbdragons.com. We can't wait to adventure with you.